Enjoy, enjoy the summer beauty of northeastern and central Pennsylvania. WNEP and Pepsi present the Michael Jackson Your sweepstakes. A single postcard could have you and a friend at the concert event of the year. Michael Jackson and the Jacksons. All entries are eligible for spectacular daily prizes, plus the grand prize drawing of tickets to see Michael Jackson live in concert. For more details, tune in Dialing for Dollars weekdays at 4. No, I know why you're here, and with good reason. To see one of the most talented, most popular, and most exciting superstars in the music world today, Michael Jackson. Michael, welcome to the White House. I hope you'll forgive me, but we have quite a few young folks in the White House who all wanted me to give you the same message. They said to tell Michael, please give some TLC to the PYTs. <laughs> Now, I know that sounds a little off the wall, but you know what I mean. <laughs> this is It Happened One Year, a look back at the events big and small, famed and forgotten from. Hey, everybody. We're doing it again! We're do uh, amazingly, actually. We haven't done it in a long time. We've got it back together, and here we are. It happened one year, 1984. Yay! Brand new. <laughs> it's all happening. Everything old is new again. I'm Joe. I'm Sarah. Perfect. <laughs> Look at us. This is going to be the one time this season we remember to do that. I know. Yeah. I said to uh, Joe before we started, as we were getting ready, uh, I don't remember how to do the show. <laughs> it hasn't been that long, but it, feel, it it's, feels like it's been a long yeah, time. Yeah, it feels like it's yeah. been a long time. Uh, the 100th episode was such a different thing yeah. that that recording for that was also done in sort of a different way, where normally we just sit down and do the show. Yeah. That was like, let's get a bunch of people together and do whatever. Yeah. So, so yeah. we haven't done a normal show in a while, right? but we're I finally think, back. I think the last normal show we did was the In Memoriam, which also, right, wasn't, which also totally wasn't normal. normal show. The last two shows we've done have both been our longest shows ever. <laughs> so if we do this one for four hours, yeah. we can we can keep the record going. <laughs> You're welcome, listeners. Yeah. If you look down at the running time now and it's four hours, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> I'm curious where this goes an hour or two. I'm gonna filibuster this uh, this podcast. <laughs> You're just naming artists from the '80s, like uh, Steely Dan had albums. Uh, uh, Toto. You know. but we're not talking about Toto. We're talking about Tito, and that's the Jackson Five. <laughs> Ooh, that was nice. Yeah, that yeah, wasn't that planned. Was, that yeah. was very nice. Uh, I thought if we were gonna really kick off season three, yeah. Really get the ball rolling. You need something very 80s. Yeah. Unlike, say, 67 when we started with the potato <laughs> war. <laughs> and wasn't our first episode in the first season? Oh, no, it was um, it was AC. It was AC. Yeah. yeah. Which, Which wasn't is... the first one we recorded, but yeah. was the first one we put out. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a very, it feels very 94. It does. And I feel like this is bringing us back to our roots. Stuff that <laughs> yeah. we can relate to, sort of, you know. <laughs> Stuff that's easy to talk about. Stuff that's easy to talk about. I feel like that's the key to 1984. Yeah. And I think it'll be, I think I think we've set ourselves up for success. Yeah. Where in 67, maybe not so much. But especially the way we started. Because we were like, we could talk about a lot of real 60s stuff. But we're like, let's talk about this one random German guy. Like, yeah. You remember this, it was in the first, I think five, you're, you're, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was in the first five episodes we did that Our World show. Yeah. And we had to watch it first. And yeah. I wanted to die. It yeah. was so boring. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, what are we? what have yeah. we done? Well, it we was, made a huge mistake. It was funny for this episode. Episode, I had thought that not to get we don't usually give away what we're doing but 
Um, this is the weekend when that, that NASCAR race is supposed to be in Chicago, which, yeah. judging by the weather, may or may not happen today. Yeah. But I was thinking we could do, like, a NASCAR episode or something, but yeah. I, I, we don't know anything about car racing, and I couldn't find anything that seemed interesting no. or different. But I did find, like, the entire video of the 1984 <laughs> Daytona 500 oh is God. on YouTube, and we're like, let's not watch that. No. I can't do that. No. Uh, um, what we didn't know is that we could have done like great event debacles of 1984, which we're kind of doing maybe because in a way. Uh, Chicago has been planning for this for months. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't remember when they signed up to do it, but it we had a different last mayor. Year, I yeah. Think, yeah. Uh, and you know they shut down portions of the parks for weeks to build stands and repave parts of roads. And the main race was supposed to be today. There was like a half size race yesterday. Uh, that race got canceled halfway through based on rain. And then they just, they were going to re-race it today. Couldn't because yeah. there's like flooding all through the city. Uh, they are still saying that in about an hour, they're going to do the do the actual race. But uh, I don't know if it's going to happen. And I think it's hilarious. <laughs> it looks pretty wet out there. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know much about car racing. But one thing I know about <laughs> just driving <laughs> Not ideal to go on high speeds with just water sitting yes. on the road. No, Grand, Grand Park is flat, so yes. I don't know how this yeah. is going to work. Uh, but, great. So I'm excited to see if that works out. Yeah. But that was the synergy I was thinking. But, yeah. but not for, like, that wouldn't have been the first episode, but yeah. that maybe is something we could do today. But the other thing I did find is that there is a video, like, not a fairly full-size video from this tour, from the Michael Jackson, uh-huh. Jackson 5 victory tour. Yep. That's on YouTube as well, but it's the same thing. Like, do we need to watch it? Probably not. <laughs> Thank you. When we have to watch long that. videos for something, yeah, I think that's that yeah. can be tough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unless we're just watching movies or something like that. Yeah. But that's what I want. I thought there's nothing more 1984 than Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like that guy. That that's it. I feel like that's the opinion. Get right into it. Right. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like it's if you know if we want to like start and really try to get into the period of the time. Yes. In the past, we've sort of had some problems with that, uh, which I think episode two of this season will bear out. <laughs> but we, we don't really know what we're doing when it comes to keeping uh, the theme strong. No, don't disparage the episode before we've even recorded it. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh, it's fascinating. Listeners are going to love it. I think it'll be fun. And I like to bring, you know, lesser known type stories. And that's what I think this actually is. Yeah. Uh, like, Michael Jackson did some famous stuff in 84, but 84 isn't the year Thriller came out. Yep. Um, it's not even the second year Thriller was out. This is the third year. Um, so this is other stuff. Yeah. And that's what I thought the Victory Tour was so interesting. Yeah. Every once in a while, we'll like talk about an, a topic that we should cover. And it's like the most famous thing of all time. And I have said to you on a number of occasions, like, how? how, how what are we going to talk about when yeah. it comes to Michael Jackson? Like, he was a singer. Like, <laughs> everybody knows. But I, th- I do think the angle that you've created for us for this is pretty good. Yeah, if it wasn't for this tour... Otherwise, it would really just be the Pepsi commercial, yeah. which is the other thing we're going to talk, which is a famous event. Yeah. But I even that, like, this is all so long ago, and he's been dead for so long that oh, I don't yeah. know how much people remember these these things. Yep. But especially this tour, which I think is really peculiar. So anyway, just to kick it off, uh, just a quick recap of the Jackson 5, because the Jackson 5 is well before our time. Yes. And so, like, I don't, I only know of them as a concept, and you know, like, their songs. Like, yeah. Like, a couple things. They had some hits. Yeah. They had some Christmas songs. Yeah, they had a Christmas album. Yeah. yeah. But, like, for the most part, I'm, I wasn't a Jackson 5 fan yeah. because that all took place before I was born. Like, yeah. by the time we get to that, like, I just knew Michael Jackson had a band at yeah. one point when I was a kid, and that was it. I don't even know if I could name the Jackson 5. I'm going to try. Here we go. Let's all give right. it a shot. All right. Michael. Good. <laughs> uh, only because you said it when we started, Tito. Tito's in the band. Jermaine. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, Joe. Joe was their father. He there was wasn't a the, Joe Jr.? He wasn't in the band, no. Oh, shit. Uh, J- J- uh, nope, that's all I got. Oh. So there's actually six people who were in the Jackson 5 at one that time or another. That is confusing. But Janet um, was in there at some point, right? No, the sisters shit. The sisters weren't in it. So no. Jack, uh, but aren't there Latoya, videos of- uh, 
uh, Janet and the other sister. There's another sister? Yeah, there's like eight of them. Oh. Nine of them? Uh, I thought there were videos of Janet singing with them, though. But I think, they would, I like, think they, trot around. I mean, they, were all, they all sang, so yeah, I yeah. think she would come out now and then, but she wasn't in the band. Got it. Um, but they also had a brother, Randy. Oh, Randy Jackson. Randy wasn't... Wait. No, not that Randy Jackson. <laughs> Randy wasn't in the original Jackson 5. He joined the band when Jermaine left. Okay. Because Jermaine had a solo career first. Oh. He was the oldest, I think. Yeah. And there was also Jackie Jackson. Get, the f- get out of here. <laughs> That's the five. <laughs> you made that up. The original five are Michael, Tito, Marlon, Jackie, and Jermaine. Marlon? Oh, you didn't say Marlon? No. Who'd you say? Oh, you said Jermaine. I said Jermaine and yeah. Tito. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. No, there's Marlon... And yeah. there's Jackie. Yeah, <laughs> they, their first album was in '69, so they were around for a long time from when they were like young, young. Yeah, and you're winking, but it's a podcast. <laughs> uh, that was the, just real. They were all really young, but then uh, Jermaine. They at one point they realized how low their royalties were or something, so they moved from Motown Records to Epic. But uh, Jermaine was married to Barry Gordy's daughter. Oh no, uh, Hazel, and so he stayed with Motown mm-hmm. <laughs> to keep the household happy. That makes sense. And so this is why the band started to break up. Randy came in for a little bit. Yeah. And, but that's that's basically the early Jackson 5. This is where all their hits were. We're basically in the Jermaine years, the original years. ABC and I Want You Back and things like that. Yep. In the meantime, Jermaine's putting out single like solo albums. Uh, he doesn't have hits. Sure. Uh, Michael starts putting out solo albums. <laughs> Those are successful. Yeah. And so this is where the band... like It's weird the, the tumbling amount of like stuff that happens yeah. leading up to 84. But that's basically it, is that Michael is now the biggest star in the world. Yeah. And no one can name more than two of the other members of the band, apparently. I still think maybe you made up Jackie. I mean, how tortured is Jermaine? He, like, right. he must feel terrible. I, I mean, the thing is that he is, I think by any realistic standards, the second most successful yeah. member of the Jackson 5. Yeah. But he still is... You know, the third of the siblings, even right. Janet's definitely about, and I think Latoya is probably more. People would know her no, name, yeah. quicker, Even though yeah. I don't, I couldn't tell you one thing, Latoya Jackson. No, did. but yeah, no, he's not. You know, he's yeah. got to be. He's, he's probably a little bitter, but yeah. it's hard, like right, because Michael was such a big star. Like, there's no way to compete with that. No. Like, even if you were a big success, you're not Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. No matter what, like yeah. Prince isn't Michael Jackson, <laughs> and Prince had a good career. You know, so yeah, no, that's got to be. There's got to be some bitterness, but. But yeah, the actual way that this tour came together, they so the the, the Jacksons were still putting out albums yeah. after they leave Motown. They then had to be the Jacksons. They didn't have rights. So Could they, be the Jackson Five, yeah. So they were still putting out albums, and like all told, they ended up putting out fifteen or sixteen albums. They put out a ton of albums wow. in a relatively you know what fifteen sixteen years. Yeah. But they had uh, and they they still toured even through Michael's solo albums in the early eighties. They had like a Destiny tour and a Triumph tour or whatever. They were just, they had their titles were ridiculous. Yeah. Would they tour without him or with him? Not at that time. They were yeah. they were all, he was still with them. Yeah. Like he I think he did. Ooh, I think he did a solo tour off of Thriller. I don't know if he did an he off the wall tour. Have, right? You would think, right? But this yeah. is eighty four. Like yeah. Thriller is the best selling album of nineteen eighty three and nineteen eighty four. Yeah. But it's it's the beginning of eighty four. So I don't know that I don't know if he had a tour in eighty three and then immediately turns around and does this tour in eighty four. Yeah. I didn't actually run across that, but you would assume he did. Yeah. Right. But the reason they ended up all getting back together, there was like this famous TV special was this the Motown twenty fifth anniversary special. Mm-hmm. That's when he first does the moonwalk, so you oh, always yeah. see that. Yep. But when they so they all got back together for that concert and then they decided to put out another album and do this tour. 
this tour that would end the band forever. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the Victory Tour <laughs> off of the back of the Victory album. So in in with that, yep. they plan to do this tour in 83. They start putting it together. They, they record the Victory album, which is really like, I, I th- from what I can gather, it's a bunch of like solo songs. Like they might sing together oh, a little bit. Yeah. But it's not like a Jackson 5 album where they're still singing as, in, five. as yeah. five people together. Like Michael has songs sure. and Jermaine has songs. But like... Everybody's doing kind are, of their own thing. Are there any Michael songs that you would know on that album? There's or? apparently one hit, but I, I, I don't think... And I've never heard it, and I think it's a song he sings with Mick Jagger. What? <laughs> so there's a song, yeah, there's a song called State of Shock that... Yeah, it was first recorded with Freddie Mercury, and then there was something with the scheduling of it. It was supposed to be on Thriller. Yep. So it was, it was a Michael Jackson song. Yeah, yeah. And then he ends up <clears> recording <throat> it with with Mick Jagger, and I guess with some of his brothers. And they put it on the Victory album. That ends up on the Victory album. Interesting. And that's the only charting song sure. for that album. Yeah. Even though Victory was their like their highest-selling album as a band, but it's coming after Thriller. Yeah, yeah. And after, I think in 1983, there's a, a Michael, some sort of half-assed Michael Jackson greatest yeah. hits. This is those two albums, <laughs> yeah. basically. But, yeah, so that's I mean, all that was on there. If you're trying to stand up the rest of the band, though, like putting out an album and touring after Thriller... That's a pretty good plan. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, clearly this wasn't Michael's plan. Yeah. Because like, yeah. he d- ends up donating all his salary to ch- like charity. He didn't need yeah. this money, like, but everybody else did. And and there's a couple little factors in this. So it's yeah. like uh, Don King is the promoter of the tour. Okay. Which Don King is not a music <clears throat> promoter <throat> of any sort. Yeah. But he wanted to bring in like their parents. So like Catherine and Joe are in on this somehow uh-huh. because they were the original managers yeah. and everything. And I think only because Don King's involved is that. Now, already that's tension with Michael because Michael's trying to get away from them yeah. his whole life, basically, right? Yep. But especially around this time now where he can do whatever he wants to do. Yep. So that's part of the issue. Not the, I don't know if the other brothers needed money, but clearly after the Motown thing and the way things are going, it's like, yeah, we should tour with Michael, right? Sure, yeah. Uh, but then when they put the tour together, uh, there are no songs performed from the Victory album. Oh, no! <laughs> they only do, like, Thriller... <laughs> Off the wall. And they do some Jermaine songs. And I think they did old Jackson, Jackson 5, 5 songs. Stuff, yeah. But they did nothing from the new album because I think they were just like, this album sucks. <laughs> so, but they didn't the like... The best selling album the band ever had. <laughs> but they didn't like... It, it wasn't a farewell tour. Like, they didn't no, know no, this that wasn't this the was going to be the... Yeah. No, this was just the next album. Yeah. But there were like a variety of issues with the tour. But I think initially, the Don King thing is kind of the hardest part of it to reconcile because... Yeah. There's no real reason for him to do that. Like he was, Don King was already a name. Like yeah. people knew who he was, but there's no reason for him to be involved outside of that. Yep. And outside the fact that, like, just to to mount the tour, yep. they wanted to get a sponsor, and they had a deal with Quaker Oats that apparently was going to be like the tour, yeah. the Quaker sure. Oats tour Love was going to be awesome. Eat some oatmeal, go see Michael Jackson. That was going to be what was going to happen, but uh, but Don King brought in Pepsi. Oh. <laughs> and so that leads into everything that happens with Pepsi. Yeah. Yeah. So so this is, I think, where I pick up the story. Yeah, because this is yeah. the event, right? So so all of that happens in late 83. Yep. The tour doesn't start till July of 84. Yeah. Was it supposed to start earlier or was it supposed to start in July? Do you know? I couldn't figure that out. I, I didn't see that it was supposed to start earlier, yeah. but there's another promoter we have to get into that's oh, okay. really the interesting part of the Victory all Tour. Right. That he comes in later, so I, just, I assume it was always a little yeah, later. Yeah, got it. Okay, well, they inked this deal with Pepsi in 83, and as part of the promotion of it, like, one of the things that they're supposed to do is is star in is film commercials, right? And most people know about this incident, but in January, like the t- January twenty seventh or something of nineteen eighty four, they're filming these commercials, and there were like 
days of filming. Like two, this was like day four of filming. And it's not Because it was like, like concert footage, Well, this right? was like, just concert footage, but yeah. I think they were filming multiple commercials. Like oh. I think there was supposed to be a whole campaign of Michael like buying Pepsi and using Pepsi and like all this stuff. <laughs> taking a shower in Pepsi? Ta- taking a shower. 80s commercials were crazy. <laughs> He's just in the shower with Pepsi. Ah, he opens his mouth and drinking some Pepsi. And he's like, ah, ah first thing in the morning. Um, I love feeling sticky. Uh, so, so they're fil- but yeah, there were, there was a concert part of the commercial. And so they're filming. And this is where Michael Jackson's hair gets set on fire. And yeah. it's this very famous event. So this was day four. It was like the sixth take of this shot. And it was the shot where Jack, Michael was standing at the, like the top of a, a fairly short set of stairs. Mm. Right. And so he's there, he does like the, his little like hand thing and, you know, stands, he maybe dances a little bit and then he walks down the stairs. That's, and as he gets to the bottom of the stairs, pyrotechnics go off. That's the, that's the setup. And five times that works. But for some reason on the sixth time, he's at the top of the stairs when the pyrotechnics go off. His hair catches on fire, and it ruins everything for him. Like, it's really bad. Yeah. But I, I found a video of There's it. There's a video of it, yeah. And it's, like, from behind. It's crazy. I've yeah. never seen the video I never, before. It's, I think the video came out in recent years. Like, yeah. I don't think this always exists. Um, it's, like, from behind, and you see, like, the regular one where he, like, gets down to the bottom of the stairs, and then the screen, because it's just, like, right behind him, and the screen kind of explodes in light when the pyrotechnics go off. But when this happens, and he's at the top of the stairs, it goes off. You can see, like, a little bit of flame coming off the top of his head, and it, by the time he gets to the bottom of the stairs, like, his whole whole head is in flames yeah. and like there's and somebody runs over right? Right? a bunch of people run yeah, over yeah. and like there's some like some stories say he actually fell down and collapsed but mm. it look it also looks like people tackle him um there's some stories that say he didn't know he was on fire but there are some stories that say he knew he was on fire and thought he had to get to the bottom of the stairs because oh. because of the fans or whatever i don't know what he thought was going to happen <laughs> so i don't know if that's true or not because yeah. you know with, you watch that video it looks like he's still dancing through yes with, with, on fire like, I he would didn't realize yet. he didn't know yeah. but i mean with michael jackson like all the stories are so like all over the place right. there's a lot of stuff that like i couldn't figure out whatever so yeah so that happens he has second and third degree burns on his head his scalp is damaged i think permanently and yeah. he was wearing he like actually wore wigs most of his he was 25 when this happened yeah he actually wore wigs most of his life and we'll get more into this later but the idea is following this he was in so much pain and they went on tour in july like this yeah, was only months. six months later when you know with that kind of injury like and allegedly there were burns on his face too so this is where he got he did his first or his second nose job also. Yeah. And yeah, and so he's rushed off to the hospital. He's recovering. He did end up like getting a settlement from Pepsi. And again, it's a little confusing. Some stories I read said it, he sued Pepsi and got a settlement. Some say instead of fully suing Pepsi, he just asked Pepsi to donate amount of money. Yeah. But he donated all to the burn unit that he was taken to. And now they have a Michael Jackson burn unit sure. from this time he set his hair on fire. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because, you know, by the time I'm old enough to understand who Michael Jackson is, like, he already looks so different than he yeah. did even then mm-hmm. that people always, like, say, oh, he's just plastic surgery and all this other stuff. But you factor this in yeah. with those sort of injuries. Yeah. And, like, yeah, this gets him into painkillers. But also, like, if it dramatically starts to change, like, 
his look or how he thinks he looks. Yeah. You can then make like yeah. a case that like this isn't as outrageous as no. it seemed at the time. You put that with the skin condition that he said he had yeah. where he like and I think that's been verified where it actually like impacted the pigment of his skin. Right. Like then you then it makes whatever he did to try and make himself look normal as the most famous person in the world seem totally reasonable. Right. Like maybe the world's harsh, like I get it. And it did seem crazy at the time when I was a kid. Yeah. But now in retrospect and you're like if you really take this other stuff into consideration yeah i mean look at there's a lot of other stuff you can criticize michael jackson yeah, yeah. For, but i feel like this doesn't get connected enough to what he becomes yeah in in fairly short order like, totally even agree. by the time you get to bad which is only what 87 or 88 yeah like how different he looks yeah in that period of time like that you yeah. know whatever like his actual how however impactful his skin condition was yeah it probably wasn't that quick and so all of this kind of starts to combine. Right? Yeah, totally. I don't know that I realized that he probably was wearing wigs all the time because he, oh, yeah. his hair never grew back. Like, yeah. unlike the like that's insane. Yeah. And like the fact that I never thought about it or realized it. I don't know if most I don't know if that's common know. knowledge, but like yeah. I never knew that was a thing. No, I don't. I guess I never really thought about it either. Because be I feel like some of that contributed to his like the narrative that he was actually anti-black and that's why he was right. changing his look. But like yeah. if you burn your hair off and you have to wear wigs, then right. you know, it's not that's not a like style it's not a style choice. It is a yeah. got to wear wigs. Yeah, like, right. But yeah, so in the preparation then from this tour, from that point to the time when the tour starts. Yeah. So Don King is the, as I understand it, is the tour promoter. So he brought in the parents and he's managing a lot of, I think, the promotion of the tour itself. Yeah. But they didn't have anybody to promote the shows, which weirdly is a different person. And I don't, oh. Like in cities oh, and yeah. fine locations and stuff. And so this brings in a guy named Chuck Sullivan, who's, who I think is middle-aged well he's 40-ish i think yeah. i couldn't find out exactly his he's the son of uh billy sullivan who owns the new england patriots okay that's who he is and the only reason he's even involved is because when they're first putting the, sh the tour together he flies out to talk to the jacksons about when they do their boston shows to do it at foxborough that's all it is sure that's the only reason he's in any way involved in this <laughs> to begin with and all of a sudden he met somehow turns that into promoting the shows of the tour oh no also not a real music promoter <laughs> Like, apparently he did book some concerts in Foxborough because his dad owned the team and yeah. he was just scaring up cash. That's a little different than booking a tour. Yes. Right? 100%. So, Chuck Sullivan clearly doesn't really know what he's doing. He's in a little over his head, but yeah. is confident enough that coming off of Thriller and the uh, the other tours were successful. Their other shows sure. back when they were the five and even, I think, the recent tours. You know, Michael Jackson is such a big deal yeah. that he gives away the store on this tour to them, right? The deal they make with the Jacksons is they get 83% of gross <gasps> potential ticket revenues. That's not even real money. Yeah. That's just, you're going to get 83% of tickets, whether they sell or not. Oh my God. Everywhere that the tour goes, right? <laughs> so, because he just figures this will sell out and this we're going to make money and like this is going to yeah. work, right? Don King off the top is getting his money. The yeah. He also signs the Jacksons $36 million in advance, <gasps> which to cr cr scrape up that kind of money, they need to put up Foxborough Stadium as collateral. Oh my God. The stadium has to go as collateral, right? <laughs> I don't know if Billy Sullivan is involved in any of this. Like, I don't understand where he's just yeah. like, yeah, do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, put up the stadium as collateral. But that's what happens. Because doesn't, does the owner of the team typically own the stadium? It in, feels like Not today. always, yeah. but in this case they do. Oh, okay. But this does change pretty rapidly yeah. after the fact. But no, you like, I mean, it's different in Chicago because the city owns the stadium. Right. But I think a lot of times the team will own the stadium now. Yeah. But back then it was like when you had multi-use type stadiums, I think it was yep. different. Okay. That makes and this sense. was, this is the old Foxborough stadium. This isn't the current stadium. Yep. 
So he's already well indebted to the Jaguars before the tour even starts. Yeah. Right. You know, Sullivan's trying. He, he books a bunch of NFL stadiums because these are the people he knows. So yep. these are giant stadiums. This is a huge tour, right? Yeah. And it's scheduled for all these months. And ticket sales are good. Yep. But there's a bunch of other weird things that happen. Um, they think that this is based largely on racism. But they don't even end up booking the Jackson tour in Foxborough Stadium. <gasps> it didn't even play in Boston. Oh, my God. Because, like, there's a committee, like, these committee of selectmen that are, like, a local, yeah. you know, that have to uh, verify stuff. And they didn't allow the permit, even though a lot of concerts have been there in the past. Yeah. And that's why there's only kind of speculation why this happened, whether they, like, didn't like the Sullivans and the way they did this. Yep. Or if it was just racism. But, like, they've speculated about yeah, that. Yeah, So that's the one... The one that's bonkers. That's like the one place of the tour where they would have made all of the money yeah. because they own the stadium, oh, so they would have made it because because the Jacksons are getting all the ticket revenue, but yeah. they would have gotten concessions and parking and all like yeah. regular stadium stuff. But they don't even get that. <laughs> so the other thing was was the way they were selling tickets for the tour was this weird system where people like in the cities where the tour would be, there would be like a coupon thing that was in the newspaper okay. and you would have to mail it in with a money order and you'd have to buy four tickets. And this is a lottery to get tickets. This wasn't even the way to do it. So you had yeah. to send it. Tickets are expensive for this tour. It's like $30 ahead in 1984, which yeah. is what? $200 now or something? Yeah. $150. And so you have to send them $120 and that's just to get in the lottery. If you don't get tickets, they'll refund it. But the scam part of this, this is all put together by sure. the Don King, Joe Jackson part of this, yep. is in the meantime, this takes eight, ten weeks, yeah. they take all the money and put it in a money mutual account <gasps> and just earn interest on it. This is just to make money. Oh my God. That's this whole plan. <laughs> so they start getting killed in the press for of this course. because this, this is just like a yeah. ripoff. Michael, Michael again, is the one who doesn't need any money. So Michael Fine gets wind of this and yeah. he's the face of the tour. He comes out and says, we're not doing this anymore. Yeah. So they still end up, the tickets are still a mail order thing. Yeah. Only at the end do they switch to Ticketmaster. But yep. but he basically puts a stop to it without even like acknowledging yeah. anybody else. He's like, we're just not doing this. Because yeah. you can't even buy single tickets. You have yeah. to buy four tickets. Yeah. Like, it's a crazy Because crazy you're going to make less in the mutual fund off of 30 than you will off of 120. So right. you, you right. got to get that 120. That's what they said. They said if this plan had worked, like the scam, like for, even just for eight weeks or whatever yeah. in the interest they'd make 10 12 million dollars like oh so like when the, when the press got word of this they were like this is horrible and okay so. unpopular opinion that's a pretty good idea <laughs> look it's a scam <laughs> but big business sarah over here <laughs> working for the man is like yeah i, I, think I mean you're that. gonna give the money back like it's not you know i mean you're not really ripping anybody off except i guess the banks yes eh, screw the banks <laughs> so that that doesn't work yeah but, and then, like, this does lead to some other tension. So Michael's already not real cool with most yeah, of this tour. Sure. But this this adds to it. Uh, and again, going back to my story, he's convalescing. Right. He's also not doing well, and he's on a lot of painkillers. Yeah. But they every once in a while, they're bringing in guests, depending on where the tour goes. Yeah. Uh, and they tried to get James Brown for the New York shows, okay. I think. And James Brown, be- exactly because of this ticket issue, said no. He was yeah. like, this is, it's too expensive, and this is a scam. Yeah. And so Michael's now bitterness, right? Yeah. So the tour starts to starts to go. Uh, it's going well. There's sellouts at the beginning. Everything's really working pretty good. But there's a couple weird parts of it. It is the idea that they're not playing any songs from the Victory album. Yep. Uh, there's already all this infighting in the band, partly because of this. Um, Jackie, Jackie and Jermaine both miss some dates because they're hurt or sick. Yep. Um, but also it's like, is it just rancor? Is just a difference sure. that this thing is. So as the tour goes along, the ticket sales start to drop off. And so it's a six-month tour. Yeah. It's just a North American tour. They announced it as a world tour. They never get to the rest sure, of the world. Sure, sure. But they do some Canada dates, and they do basically America, yeah. right? And also, like, again, just to put this in context of Michael Jackson, if, like, Jermaine's like, ah, ah, 
I've got a cough. Yeah. And he has recently burned his face off and right. he's still like Michael's singing. wearing wigs and just and and he's the lead singer of the band and does all these solo songs. Oh my god, I would be so mad. Yeah, so Michael's not cool with any of this. Yeah. And like again, he's he's super rich. Like he's he has more money than all of them combined. Yeah. So he starts taking his own flights. Yes. <laughs> he's not he's staying in different hotels, right? There's one part where they had to take a helicopter from or a bus from one place to another inside the city and yeah. they'll do that together. But it, they're not supposed to bring anybody. It's supposed to just be them and the tour and, like, their parents, I guess, and, like, yeah. the promoters, maybe. But Michael starts bringing along Emmanuel Lewis. Uh, at one point, he's got, like, Sean Lennon. Uh, John Lennon's son is with him. And, like, the band's just pissed. Like, what is this about? But Michael's, like, you know, Michael's in this whole other world. When I was reading all this, I didn't read this because I was like, that that's dumb. But now I wish I had. There were all these articles about how Emmanuel Lewis helped Michael Jackson recover from his birth. See? He was, like, he was, like, his emotional support... <laughs> Uh, Manuel Lewis. Lewis, like yeah, but yeah, he was just like there hanging out. So so this leads to a lot of bitterness. Yeah. Also, sorry, emotional support Emmanuel Lewis, great band. Name. Great. <laughs> Let's band get that on a T-shirt. Picture of Emmanuel Lewis. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, so that starts happening, and then as the tour really starts breaking down, uh, Sullivan realizes he doesn't have any more money because this is <laughs> sure. the overhead is a million dollars a week. Oh my god. And he doesn't have because like they they employ two hundred and fifty people like yeah. it's the the stage is so big yep. that they can't sell most of the, like I think a quarter of the stadium oh which seems normal now if you put yeah, it in yeah. an end. Yep. But figure you're in NFL stadiums those NFL stadiums back in the day are just horseshoes like yeah. that's tough, and so like they're losing money just all over the yeah. place. Even though again it's this is the highest grossing tour of all time at the time. <laughs> The Jacksons have made a fortune, and Don King has made money. <laughs> the only person who's not making money is Chuck Sullivan, yeah. who promptly has a heart attack. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course he does. Because they have now, they're somewhere between 13 and $22 million in the hole by the time they get to the end of this tour. <laughs> he is just getting killed, right? Uh, right at the end of the tour, in December, uh, with all of this happening and yep. people are missing tours, on stage, Michael announces that this is their farewell concert <gasps> tour. <laughs> None of, nobody even knew this was going to happen. And Michael's like, we're not doing it anymore. Thanks for coming. Uh, he is, that's it. And they never really, they oh, never tour again. That's so wonderful. They would kind of get together in yeah. very, like when they got into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. There's a couple instances, but they never toured again yeah. at, with Michael as the, yeah, as the Jacks. Yeah, for sure. But what happens to the Sullivans really is the amazing part of yeah. this. Because, uh, so Chuck Sullivan sort of recovers, um, but he is broke. Yeah. And so uh, his wife promptly divorces him. Sure, yeah. And he ends up living in a luxury box at Foxborough Stadium <laughs> for a period of time. Oh before, of course, they have to sell the team. Yes. Because they've put up the stadium as collateral and can't afford anything. Oh, no. They sold the team to Victor Kayam. So who, wait, they do end up selling the team because of this tour? This tour, that's what I, the end game yeah, of this okay. is, is, right, is fun. But no, that's true. This this is the reason the Patriots end up eventually with Robert Kraft. They <laughs> sold it to Victor Kayam. I am, who uh, owned Remington. He was a big, big New England yeah. uh, figure. But he didn't buy the stadium because this was a separate thing. The stadium yeah. was as collateral. So the stadium had to go first. Then the team had to get sold. Yeah. And Robert Kraft bought the, the stadium. Yeah. Kraft, who still owns the team. He bought the stadium. He was a paper paper magnet. Yeah. And so when they sold the team to Victor Kayam, he had to negotiate with Kraft for... Anything related to the stadium, yeah. which at this point is already a problematic thing. And Kraft knows he now has him over the barrel. So event, so in four years, Kraft buys the team. Yeah. And they say to this day, Robert Kraft has a poster from the Victory Tour <laughs> in his office. Because <laughs> this is how he ended up getting the team. Oh, my God. In this down the roadway. That is wonderful. Yeah. Uh, that is at, wonderful. At one point, Chuck Sullivan did beg Michael Jackson for money to bail him out and save the Patriots. And he, Michael never returned his calls. <laughs> so. Oh. 
And that brings us to the modern New England Patriots (laughs) dynasty. It's a direct line from, I don't know, I want you back to Tom Brady to, that's where we are today. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about like some things that happened after 1984 and after the tour. Yeah. So I want to first talk just briefly about their relationship with Pepsi. Mm. So when they inked the deal and then Michael's accident happened, there was some like rumblings that Pepsi like was accountable, but no one really blamed Pepsi. Like they gave money to this thing or they like Michael. However, they got the money to the burn unit. But like in popular opinion, no one really cared that Pepsi was the commercial. Like people just saw it as a freak accident. Yeah. So Michael face burned off. Pepsi got an estimated $13 million in free advertising because mm. this was all over the news. And their brand recognition right after the accident went up by 24%. <laughs> oh my God. So the story is like that Michael sued them, but he stayed on as like a Pepsi person yeah. for years oh, after yeah. this happened. And they only parted ways in 1993 when he had his other issues sure. with all the sexual abuse allegations yeah, yeah. and all that. But, but like right after it happened... They had a little legal thing. Pepsi gave some money. Pepsi got a real boost out of the accident, and then, and then, and then they just went on their merry way. That was enough. So that's Pepsi, but also the whole thing around this this Pepsi accident. And then I would imagine the stress of the the tour that comes onto it. Now I'm just this is Sarah's opinion, yeah. but like a lot of people and a lot of stories will connect his painkiller use which ultimately led to his death Eventually. to this this fire this you know getting his his face caught on fire and i think to some extent that's probably true at least started him using drugs but a lot of the stories i read connect it more to like his stress his anxiety his emotional state and in 1999 he was prepping for a tour or he was on tour it might have happened during a show and he fell like 50 feet because his like contraption he was on or whatever broke and so he had back problems for the rest of his life and he has been quoted as saying like i started using painkillers when this happened but the extent to which he used painkillers and the types of drugs he used and all that just sort of snowballed over time with multiple medical issues but it was often tied to like they say the the fall but also before that the all the controversy like just everything that he went through as an adult again not giving you know you can criticize Michael Jackson yeah. for a lot of things, but that must have been a stressful situation, right? Sure. That all of that continued to exacerbate his drug use. So it might have started in 1984, and you can draw kind of a direct line, but it's sort of a like expanding line with all of the other things that happened that right. you know, pushed him to use painkillers and sleeping pills and that kind of thing. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's the thing is, I think, when you get super famous like that, like, honestly, the way same way Prince died. Like, it's the thing yeah. is that you get so famous that you don't really have good advice anymore because yeah. you're just sort of above all of that yeah that you can kind of see like how you know i mean he's more or less estranged from his family for a long period of time um like they do sort of still do some stuff together from time to time but it's pretty rare yeah but it's still like just not having good advice and i remember right after he died there was a documentary that aired when you're like talking about like neverland and like the crazy shit he would buy and just all this stuff and somebody describes him in that as being functionally insane and that always struck me as like yeah that makes sense yeah because he like i mean he has this childlike thing and not again to get into too much of his legal stuff but yeah like you know he was an easy target for a lot of things and so i think that you know all of this adds up with you know somebody who's already like didn't have a childhood and clearly is trying to like yeah. do something with that and then like he weirdly gets married and he weirdly yep. like has children and, and like and there's all this just rumor and speculation yeah. you don't know any of it's true yeah and to live that sort of life for a long period of time yeah 
like what that must do to a person. Yeah. You know? But I think also, yes, 100%. But also I think some of the stories that started about him and that you know about him that ended up not being true, yeah. but just contribute to the narrative about him being crazy. Even the stuff about his appearance that we talked about where right. like, oh, through the lens of what actually happened, it doesn't seem as outrageous as maybe it seemed or was painted at the time. There were all these stories not too long after this, like in, when he was still deeply popular but as his appearance started to change about him like sleeping in a in some sort of oxygen chamber which like was proven not to be true and like or at least they said it was proven not to be true and then all and and there is something about like you can't really pin down what's true about him right and so it's hard to interpret anything that happens maybe him marrying lisa marie presley is totally normal like they were engaged for like six months like good for that you know who knows? But it seems strange because of the person that he, like, is painted to be, too. And, I mean, there's stuff about him that you right. can't really well, see, the other explain th- away. But. And see, that's the other thing, is that when you get into his other stuff, like, when that all first came out, that was totally believable, right? Because you're just totally. like, yeah, like he's weird. Like this, is, he's a weirdo, and he does weird stuff. Yeah. And look at, I don't know. Like, I, I don't. This is one of those things I really don't have an opinion on. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of times I'll say like, oh, this is what they say, and like, yeah. but you know, what's true. I don't know with Michael Jackson because yeah. again, like he was such a weird figure, and there was so much just like weird speculation about yeah. him for from my whole life. Like, I don't remember a time where he was a, just a normal person, yeah. if ever that existed. But certainly not in my life. Yeah. You know? By the time you get to like. True. Um, what was that album? The 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 black or white album in the early nineties, like ninety oh, one. Yeah, that's the first thing I really remember. Yeah. Like I remember bad, but like I wasn't. I was a little kid yeah. when that came out. Was that dangerous? Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But like by that point already, he look. He has the real yeah, yeah. thin yep. nose, and he looks and different. The, the long hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like you know, it was already just strange, yeah. and like to the point where I was now at an age where you could like start to interpret this beyond just Moonwalker's cool, you know? Like, yeah. But, I like the glove. Yeah, yeah, like he was just cool. He was a cool 80s, in that 80s style, right? Yeah. But then when you start to get older and all of this other stuff happens, and there's all of these, like, accusations, and, yeah. you know, he was always hanging out with children, even yeah. before. Even before. Yeah. Like, it was always this thing. And, like, you know, you could always before just kind of be like, oh, he's just a nice guy and this and that. Yeah. But then when this other comes up, it's like, well, you yeah, know, I can buy it. Yeah. Like, and then, yeah. so, like, in a way you feel bad because you're, like, clearly... You know, we all just had an opinion and just went with it, yep. regardless of facts or whatever. At the same time, I'm still kind of like, yeah, I guess it could be true. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, you know, there's just, there's no, there's not enough concrete stuff about it. Yeah. So I remember when we started the Death Pool 2006, 2007, and in the early, early days of the Death Pool, I used to do a thing where I was kind of like, people who didn't get drafted, I would kind of do like a thing where I'd be like, these are people to consider, like, to go yeah. forward. And that's 2007. And I remember writing, like, I can't imagine Michael Jackson living in an old age. It just didn't... Yeah, it, yeah. It, Like, not only was he, like, already kind of crazy. Yeah. And then you're, again, not making great decisions. But he yeah. just didn't seem like a healthy person. You know? Yeah. Even as, like, you know, mentally, he just didn't seem there. Yeah. Right? And, like, just how is this going to work? And then he died in, what, 2009? 2009. Yeah. 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 Well, the other thing that was interesting... So I kind of went down a rabbit hole looking for... Like, trying to draw the connection between his painkiller use and, and and his death, it's the access that he has. So there was a story that, like, not a few years before he died, he, like, tried to change insurance companies or something. I'm going to get some of the details of this wrong. But, like, his insurance company wanted all of this documentation around 
his prescriptions and his medical issues and he and his medical history and he refused to release it so he basically just paid for his own like he basically was uninsured because he wouldn't he wouldn't release it and what that gives you is this access to whatever you and the i was reading some stuff about the trial of his doctor who ended up you know getting charged with manslaughter Mm -hmm. and he 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 talked about Michael's like ready knowledge and understanding of painkillers and the types of drugs he was taking and all of that and like what worked and what didn't and how much and all of this stuff and he you just have access and he had clearly been doing it for years and years and years again not like taking recreational drugs but like trying to sleep and trying to manage his anxiety and trying to yeah. you know stay out of pain which you know to your point you just have bad advice around you right, right? Yeah. And then, like, to imagine that then, but from 1984 yes. onward, like, yes. for another, what is that, 35 years? Yeah. 25 years? Yeah. Like, that's, you know, it's crazy. Crazy. To live that way for that long. Yeah. And he's not somebody who had a particularly happy life to yeah. begin with. Like, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I always think of Michael Jackson you would, as the, the public face of him as being yeah. a fairly happy person. Yeah. But, like... I mean, the documented stories of when he was a kid, like, and yeah. just the general abuse and just growing up as famous from so young. And yep. then he becomes kind of the main person in that family. Yeah. Money-wise and everything for a while. Like, yep. just the stress that that would be as a young totally. person, you know? Yeah. So, like, I feel like 80s Michael Jackson is clearly peak Michael Jackson. Like, 84 Michael Jackson might be it, right? Yeah. Like, it's right after Thriller totally. and, like, this yeah. is everything's everything. Thriller, the best-selling album of all time to this day. Yeah. Like, is at its, at its zenith, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But then the, even do you think of that, like, there was never, when was the happy time? When right. was the good time for right. him, right? Like, is it right. then when he catches on fire? Like, you know, there's no good time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know. And, and talking about how long he was in this state and how this changed the course of his life, are you ready for me to blow your mind? What do you got? This, uh, the Pepsi uh, commercial fire event happened to the day on the exact midpoint of his life. Wow. He was alive the same number of days before it happened as he was after it happened. That's crazy. I know. See, that's the whole thing. Yeah. When was the happy time? That's the midpoint of his <laughs> that's life. That's the midpoint of his life. That's terrible. Yeah. 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 Um, the only thing I had that I thought was interesting that was such a tangential thing is when the one time they get back together, uh, they do like a, a, a they do like a Michael Jackson tribute, the, the, the group. Okay. In, in 2001, it's like a, it was like a special yeah. they were recording, like... 30 years of Michael Jackson, I guess from Ben maybe, or from one, one of his solo things as, as yeah. a little kid. Um, but they tape it, and it airs in November, but they taped it on September 7th and September 10th oh. in New York City. Oh, no! Uh, in Madison Square Garden. And I was like, oh, so I guess I know where Michael Jackson was in 9-11. But I was just like, really? It was on September 10th, 2001? So, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It didn't air until November. I was like, yeah. did that air that weekend? I don't remember that. Like, oh, man, we just came off the high of the 30th anniversary of Michael Jackson. And oh, no. We all, we all got brought down on Tuesday. It was so sad. So, uh, uh, that is crazy, though. That's a crazy right? coincidence. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, I had to. I found that fact, and I had. To, I went and verified it. Like I used a date calculator to yeah, verify. Nice. It. And uh, yeah, exact midpoint of his life. That's wild. Yeah. Well, Michael Jackson. Here I feel like there's no more. I do. I really think that that was like. It's it's not the biggest thing in '84 by any yeah. stretch. Like I think there's a lot of interesting stuff happens this year. Yeah. But I feel like figure wise, if you want to, we want to talk about yeah. '80s figures. And finally, we're wandering around to the 80s here in season three. Like, Michael Jackson's it. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's the biggest star of the decade, incomparably. I mean, it's him and Reagan. Like, I mean, you know, you can make a case of a couple people, but like Eddie Murphy and like Madonna. Madonna, yeah. yeah. 
I do, I, and I think that's interesting because, yes, he was like one of the biggest things in 84, and it sounds like he had a real shitty year. A terrible year. Terrible year. Yeah, I mean, sure, you get to hang out with Emmanuel Lewis, <laughs> but besides that, it's bad. He was fire, you know, convalescing, tour, hate my brothers, end of, ending the Jackson 5. That's it. Like, it's over. It's over. Yeah. yeah. And then I don't, know, I don't know what Michael Jackson's 85 was. Uh, yeah. I assume it's just gearing up for, for bad, like... <laughs> But man, yeah, it's tough. It's yeah. a tough. It's a tough year. tough year. All right, what's your favorite Michael Jackson song? I've always been uh, partial to uh, "Wanna Be Starting Something," Ooh. which is an old, yeah, which yeah. I think is an yeah. off the wall song, or maybe that's a Thriller song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I always liked that. I mean, I I always liked Michael Jackson songs. Yeah. Like even later, where I mean, once he died, it was like everybody kind of had the let's Michael come Jackson back around period. to Michael Jackson yeah. period. But I don't know now, like how he, how what what the, I think people think of him as just creepy, right? Yeah. Like yeah. You know, yeah. and, and that's what I really think is I like to think of Michael Jackson in yeah. the in, in the '80s because yeah. he becomes such a cartoon and such a monster in so yeah. many ways. True, fair or not, like that's just who he is. Yeah, yeah. So that's where I am. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Michael Jackson? I don't know if you were ever a Michael I was Jackson never person. Big, I never had albums. I was never a big Michael. I mean, obviously, you know, everyone knows Michael Jackson. Sure. Um, but I think time wise, like just like you don't remember when Bad came out, mm-hmm. right? You were a little too no. young. Like I only I remember the videos. Yeah. But I, you know. I, I think of Michael Jackson as 1991 yeah. Michael Jackson. Yeah. yeah. I remember I remember when Black or White came out. And Big I, deal. No, nope. I do remember that. But I remember when Scream came out. I was watching a oh, lot Scream. of MTV when yeah. Scream came out. So yeah. I was very into Scream. Yeah. Um, that video is amazing. Great video. Um, but, like, I was probably a bigger Janet fan than I was a Michael fan. Yeah, it's funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I have a favorite... I'm sure I do, but it's just, like they're all like they're. I like them all a fair amount. Yeah, they're all a six out of ten for me. Sure, I mean it's a lot of '80s music, right? Yeah. Like if you're not into really into '80s music, yeah. that's why I kind of like like just before that. You know, I kind of like Ben. Like I like his old like when he was a kid. <laughs> I think Ben's a fun song, but like I had Thriller on tape. Yeah, sure. Uh, you did. I bought it at the flea market and yep. uh, at the at the drive-in in Dixon City when yep. I was a kid, and uh, and I had I think I had Bad on tape too. I was a, yeah. I was a fan. Yeah. yeah. But really, like, you go back, like, even, like, songs you don't know by Michael Jackson are pretty good songs. Yeah. Like, he was just really, yeah. he made a lot of really good songs. Honestly, I think my favorite Michael Jackson song is probably that song from the Free Willy soundtrack. That song's great. Oh, what was that called? Will You Be There? Yeah. Is that that song? Yeah. yeah. That song's wonderful. I, yeah. I was obsessed with Free Willy. Yeah. And that song You were the right age for the, that. Yeah, yeah. It was my jam. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, you know, I think his real popular songs are good, but, you, like, Who's gonna be like Billy Jean? Like I've heard Billy Jean a thousand times. Like, like oh, I love Billy Jean. Like I don't know, it's all right. Like I like some of his other like you know the way you make me feel. I yeah, think is a fun that's song. A good song. And, you know, yeah. uh, I was a big Smooth Criminal fan. Yeah, that video is incredible. Yeah. When that video came out, that was like mind blowing. Yeah, to that's pretty good. Joe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just leave me alone. Remember that video was like claymationy. Oh, kind of. Yeah, that yeah. was like a. I think that was a bad song, but it was like a a deep cut. Like it was like a hidden yep. track or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So. But then after a point, like, you know, I know he still had music into, like, later in the 90s. Yeah. Wasn't there a video that Marlon Brando was in? <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh, my God. I can't think what song it would have been, but I feel like Marlon Brando cameos in a Michael Jackson video. Somebody, somebody, somebody look this up. Listeners, yeah. let us know. Are Listen, we right? Is that true? I'm pretty sure yeah. that's true. Dave Garden, look this up for us. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Garden, he's, Dave Garden doesn't need to look it up. He knows. He'll guarantee it he knows. Yeah. Uh, so... So, so your favorite Michael Jackson song is the Free Willy song. I think so. Yeah. 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 I did as a child. The one thing, uh, one of my friends and I made up a oh no a parody of Heal the World uh, about the skin falling off of his face because that was in the news at the time. And I think I still know all the words. I must have been ten. Yeah. I don't know. Look at. 
I'm going to stop you. I'm pretty sure you've already sang this song no, on the show. I can't remember when it would have been. I did not. But I feel like Bullshit. I There's can't no believe way. you would have just told me the story and I would have remembered no, and then I you would have told you the story. But like and you would have sung the song to my face? Yeah. I would not I have not sung that song you didn't on sing this it? show. Feel my face? I will guarantee make it <laughs> a better face. Yeah. yeah. I, I I feel like you've mentioned this, but I can't think yes. I can't think well, when why would that have come up? We've spent twenty years talking. It yeah, came it might up have at come some up. point. Well yeah. I mean when we did ninety four, we did in the love episode, we did talk about Michael and Lisa Marie a little oh, bit. Oh shit. So it's Did possible. I talk about that? I don't know. That's like my only Michael. When it came up, I was like, Oh wait a minute. <laughs> I remember heal my face. <laughs> That's going on the It Happened One Year soundtrack. <laughs> Okay, well, we'll yeah. go back and listen to the episode. I'll and, see if we can plug it in. It, yeah. Listeners, if it's not if it's not there, you'll never hear it. You're going to do this in a future episode <laughs> when we cover Purple Rain. Yeah. And you'll be like, you know what was really good? You know, my face. You know, my face. And you come in with that. <laughs> uh, you expressly uh, requested me not to ask you to sing I did. to close this episode. Yes. Uh, so uh, for episode one, I guess I won't. Oh, that's nice of you. You want to hold up? Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Do you want to sing? And the two of us need look no more. It's beautiful. Love Ben. I don't know. I got a friend ben. like Ben. It's a rat, right? It's a rat. Yeah, oh. it's from that movie. Uh, ben Willard. Wait, Willard? Oh no, or Willard was the remake? I don't remember. Why would it be called Willard? The guy's name was Willard. Oh. The rat's name was Ben. <laughs> like you do. I can't remember now. You know what? I don't think I've ever seen the movie. There was a remake of it. Years later, with yeah. um, Crispin Glover played yeah. Willard, but I can't remember now what the original is. The original we just called Ben. Is it based on Flowers for Algernon? No, <laughs> that's <be>. Charlie. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's where you're getting confused. I that was yeah. just the only story I could come up with that was about a rat. Uh, it's is a it? mouse. Yeah, mouse. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Cliff Robertson won an Oscar for Charlie. Oh, look at that. <laughs> it's my Chris, <laughs> my Cliff Robertson impression from Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying Peter. Yeah, but it comes out as... (laughs) All right, that's enough. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. This has been It Happened One Year. Please follow us on all the random social media sites that exist and rate us wherever you possibly can. That'd be great!